Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. My favourite ever All Black part of that setup, or did he come a little bit later? I'm talking about the great David Hill. The great, the great David Hill was probably about, I don't know, I'm going to say five or eight years of age. I'm not sure. Probably coming, probably oh, those kid coming yeah. over from the Bay of Plenty. Should have played a lot more tests, a lot more opportunities for the All Blacks, David Hill. David Hill, are you with us? Yeah, I sure am. Is this a comedy show or a sports show? It's a sports show, but uh, we like to have a little bit of a smile. Um, David, welcome to the programme. Uh, look, we've just been sort of, I guess, dissecting that Blues performance over the weekend. Um, you've had a chance to look back, review it. What are the work-ons this week? What's the message to the team? How do you turn that performance around? Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty brutal review, to be fair. We felt like we let ourselves down um, in lots of areas, and one of the key areas was around the, the breakdown and just the, the physical contest. So that's not, not always easy to take when you're a, a player or, or even a coach. So um, that's been that's been part of it. But there's also been, um, we're over the line three times. Um, we had a chance to, to score a few more points um, and that potentially would have changed the way we played, especially the try just on half-time when some Sony knocks it on and we've had some feedback that that should have been a penalty try. So, you know, when you put all that into the mixer, it's, um, it's there's some positives in there, but it's probably the, the physical part and the, and the breakdown part that's um, been the main focus for us. Hilly Kamo here. We won't get into uh, the referees, but I always find it quite interesting, and I've been involved in many teams that have a letter or a, a fax or a conversation with the referees on the week before saying, sorry about that, it should have been this, should have been that, but it actually makes very, very little difference. Um, but anyway, we'll move on from that. We saw pretty early on, I guess, the speed, the physicality, the numbers to the breakdown the Blues are throwing at the Chiefs. What was the messages going down from Clayton and you, the coaching box out onto the field? Yeah, it was, yeah, you're, you're right on the money there. The, the refs didn't uh, lose the game for us, that's for sure. Um, they, they targeted our breakdown like uh, um, no other team's done up until this point. Um, sorry, no, potentially the Crusaders did a little bit um, a couple of weeks ago, but in a, in a different way, they put more numbers into the breakdown that we um, have been used to, and we've been pretty comfortable um, with a lot of sort of high phase count and keeping the ball in hand in previous games. Um, so it was the messages are really around the ball carrier doing his job and winning, winning some contact, and then our support being a lot stronger. But um, as the game wore on, it just didn't quite pan out the way we wanted to, so... Um, again, pretty brutal review, but a good amount around the, the, the contact, especially um, when we've got ball in hand. I guess it's quite a good learning for all the players out there in turn, maybe the communication also from the coaching box to leaders out there. When you're expecting a certain game plan and you train a certain game plan and the, the opposition come with a different pitcher, um, often found it quite hard to readjust on the run. Would that, been, would that have come out on the review? Yeah, yeah, no, it's a 
definitely that. Like it's it's always a little bit difficult in the in the heat of the moment or when you're in it to see it on the field and and the messages even when they come down for for them to be taken on really quickly. Um, but there's probably a good amount element of we had them down to 13 men as well. Um, so there's some real learnings around um, between the coaches and the players around game management and playing against a team when they're they're down to 13. Ironically, when a team's down to 13, they actually defend a lot better than they do normally because they're all on high alert and, and it changes the way they play and it changes the way they defend. So, um, but we've been there before and, and we're just you know we're growing everyone's um, sort of understanding around you know how to play against a team that's down or how against a team that's um, targeting our breakdown. So. Again, brutal review, but I feel like we've um, had some answers um, coming out of it. I want to talk about uh, those stone unturned, and clearly with the, the multiple of cards that we're seeing on a weekly basis in Super Rugby, you kind of need to be really adaptable to win the, the opposition's down to 14, 13. Hell, we might even see 12 at some stage. Mm-hmm. Have have you got an automatic go-to in, in terms of scrum, line-out, set plays when the opposition are numbers down? Yep, yeah, again, been discussed in the review and it's probably, like, it's easy to train it, um, you know, when you've got time to, to plan it and, you know, in a, in a team meeting and go out there and walk and talk through it or, or do whatever. But, you know, when it when it comes down to it, there's a couple of key moments that we're either are we deciding to kick or we're deciding to run um, that, again, are just trying to grow the, the sort of awareness in the of the group um, and just, yeah, just dealing with a few, you can have a few what-ifs, Gamma, you know, that's, there's always... The plan's always good until you get punched in the nose, and uh, we got punched in the nose. And, um, our plan A wasn't going to work, and our, and our plan B um, was good in patches, but not good for long enough. Uh, David, I just want to change things up a little bit. I just want to put the spotlight on one player. One of these players, and we've had a whole history of them throughout New Zealand rugby, that always just seems to sneak underneath the radars, never in any sort of discussion when it comes to the All Blacks. You've got a one in your side who's impressed the hell out of me, and that's Alex Nankerville. How good a footballer is he? Oh yes, yes. So I mean, anyone who's um, played 50 games for a franchise and done it, and he's only 25 years old, he's he's a very talented footballer. He's had his um, his battles with injuries over the years, um, and some, you know, his body's probably at the point now where I think he's played at most minutes. I don't think he's missed a game. We've played him at 12, 13, wing. Um, he's an integral member of our, our D group and and the. And the input he has about how we defend and, and what we do is, is vitally important to us. Um, so he is a very talented footballer and he's he's just, you know, five years at Super Rugby level now, 50 games. Um, he's probably actually at about the right age, around 25 around. He definitely understands his game, what he needs to do to get ready for a game. And he's a, he's a good professional, so he can do it um, week in and week out. So, um, yeah, lots of, lots of good things for Nanks at the moment around his games and um, the way he's playing. So, um, yeah, they've going well. Your two midfielders, Heli um, Quintupai has been outstanding at 12. Nickerville, when he's had his chance at 13, he's been good. They may play a lot more minutes. Now, what's, I mean, we know the status of Anton Leonard-Brown. What are other names in the mixer that uh, Chiefs fans may see in the Chiefs midfield? Yeah, we've got a, um, got a couple of good ones, we think, um, alongside Quinn and, uh, and Alex and um, obviously Anton not being available for, for us for the rest of the years a blow, but we've got Rama Kapoor Hippie, who um, we think is um, definitely an unsung unsung hero, probably a young Nankerville from three or four years ago, um, very talented on both sides of the ball, 
big man, 105 kilos, um, has done his time and, and is really finding his feet, has found his feet in, at Super Rogue, sorry, at, at Bunnings level, and now it's his time to do it at, um, at Super level. Um, so he's one that will um, be involved this week, hopefully. And then we've got a younger fella, Gideon Rampling, who was involved with the New Zealand 20s last year. He played for Waikato in the midfield as well, um, and he's battling some injuries as well. It seems to be the the, the what happens when you're a young midfielder growing up and playing rugby. You, you've got your body sort of used and used to all the the, rig, the rigors of training and playing week in and week out. So he's a wee while away, but. Um, He'll get a crack pretty soon as well. So between Ramaka and, and Gideon, we've got a couple of couple of good young fellows ready to roll. Well, we wish those uh, two boys a chance. Now, we'll park that uh, the weekend's game. Hilly, I know it's disappointed to lose at home, even more so to lose to the Chiefs. But you've got a game back at home this coming weekend, Moana Pacifica. Some of the strengths you'll be looking at to try and nullify them heading into Saturday. Yeah, just sitting here watching them play. So they're um, they're a physical team. They're actually getting better because of just purely the games that they're getting to play. So they're very much battle-hardened um, and, and uh, going through a few storm weeks, which is testing them. But they seem to be, um, you know, coming, getting better and better with every game. So um, we played them about four or five rounds ago and, you know, it was tight at half time. I think it was running up by about five or ten um, and managed to, to run away with it in the end by being nice and clinical. Um, but we're in, under no illusions around the threat that they'll pose around the physicality. So... It's probably a nice one to get, having just been taught a lesson at the breakdown, to um, have a bit of a breakdown and physicality focus for us this week. Um, so some strike power out wide and, um, yeah, some good threats with ball in hand. So um, there won't be any um, surprises, but we'll, we know what's coming. David Hill, been an absolute privilege and a pleasure to have you on the programme. Thank you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.